Good morning, everybody. Happy Friday to you. Uh, good morning. It's 10 o'clock. It's time for Tim with Tim. Uh, I just got back from Warren Elementary. Uh, I preached at the FCA this morning with a great bunch of kids. I love that so much. Uh, I just love everything about being a pastor. I really do. And this is part of it. We meet every single day, Monday through Friday, 10 minutes in the Word. And I'm telling you, this means more to me than anything I can explain. I appreciate your faithfulness and your friendship in the word. Uh, Proverbs chapter 12. We spent 12 days in the Proverbs. We're going to move on to something else on Monday. I kind of use the Proverbs as a buffer in between some of the long, sometimes more demanding readings. I think the Proverbs are kind of easy breezy, uh, just trying to learn what we can from the word of God. Uh, Proverbs chapter 12 is another one of those just chapters of wise sayings. Uh, in little couplets, uh, and there are 28 verses. Let's, let's hit some of the highlights. I love verse 1. Uh, to learn, you must love discipline. It's stupid to hate correction. The obvious uh, principle there is that mistakes are opportunities for learning. Uh, that's the most basic thing in the world. Mistakes are opportunities to learn. Uh, if you never, you know, learn from mistakes, you'll never gain any knowledge, you know. Why is it that we're so afraid of making mistakes? I mean, some of us, and I probably fit this category, uh, I just never want to be caught, you know, in a mistake. I guess I feel like I'm supposed to already know everything or I'm supposed to be perfect, you know. Um, but this verse just reminds us it's stupid to hate correction. In other words, if you can't ever admit a mistake or if you get defensive every time somebody tries to correct you, you're never going to learn anything. And so the sage is here, the, the, the wisdom uh, uh, from, from chapter 12 just begins right there. To learn, you're going to have to love discipline. You're going to have to love being corrected. Wow, that's a hard one. Isn't that just so simple and just so good? Uh, I, I love that. Verse 4, I know some of you are going to think, that's just sexist. A, a, a worthy wife is a crown for her husband. A disgraceful woman is like cancer in his bones. Uh, well, the basic principle there is uh, the wisdom of making a very good marital choice. Be careful who you marry. And I don't think that's just directed toward sons or daughters. I think that's everybody. You know, we could say the same thing for our daughters. You know, you, you don't want to, you know, marry Mr. Wrong or Mr. Won't Work or Mr., you know, loses his temper and puts his fist through the wall. You don't want to marry, you know, a loser. <laughs> and so this is a, a verse typically, again, coming from the father to the son in the ancient world and it's just giving him advice here. And that's just good advice. Don't marry quickly. Don't marry the wrong person uh, because they're going to break your heart and, and in many cases ruin your life. A worthy wife is a crown for her husband, a disgraceful woman. It's like cancer in this bone. Some of you have been caught in a miserable marriage and I guess cancer in the bones is a pretty good analogy for that, wouldn't you say? So again, it's just the wisdom of making the wise marital choice. And, and again, who, who can argue with that wisdom? Um, verse six uh, is one of several. And again, I try to, in, in my reading, I try to connect the verses that are, you know, you know uh, follow the same theme. And I find, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, at least eight verses in chapter 12 that have to do with words or speech. It's just one of the major themes in, in Proverbs. Start right here in, in, in verse 
6. The words of the wicked are like a murderous ambush, uh, ambush of blood, I think the Hebrew says. But the words of the God, these save lives. Again, the effect of our words, the effect of our words. Uh, I'll just hit all of these in, in sequence. Uh, chapter 6 down to verse 13. The wicked are trapped by their own words, but the godly escaped such trouble. That's uh, though, you know, we would say, you know, put your foot in your mouth. You know, the wicked are trapped by their own words. Like you say something stupid and you get caught in your own trap, but the godly escapes such trouble. You know, there's just this wisdom in, in choosing your words carefully and not talking yourself, you know, into a trap or into a corner. Again, just basic wisdom. 13 and 14 go together. Wise words bring many benefits. Hard work brings rewards. Just the, the whole idea of, of, of retribution here, not just for your words, but for your actions. Uh, you have the consequences for what you say and for what you do, and those consequences will be real and realized in your life. Uh, verse 17, an honest witness tells the truth, a false witness tells lies. Obviously, that verse has a context in a court of law, and I think that's what we're expected to understand there. An honest witness will tell the truth, false witness is going to tell lies. Uh, verse 18, I kind of like, uh, uh, New Living Translation isn't great here. Some people make cutting remarks, but the words of the wise bring healing. Uh, the Hebrew there says, some people uh, chatter on like a stabbing sword. <laughs> yeah, cutting remarks, but I love that, that poetic language there. They chatter on like a stabbing sword. You ever just known a person, you know, that, that, that man, they just run their mouth all the time and every word that comes out of their mouth is weaponized, you know? Uh, I happen to know of a woman whose uh, nickname within her family is Bullet Breath, bullet breath you know the idea is man if she's breathing she's you know barking out bullets for everybody else it's this uh some people you know chatter on like a stabbing sword but the words of the wise bring healing you know the opposite there is the person whose every word just you know puts people at ease brings comfort brings healing uh your words have effect, and, and I love that. Uh, verse 19, truthful words stand the test of time, but lies are soon exposed. Mm. The truth there is undeniable, but at the same time, like, define soon. Uh, have you ever waited for the truth to win out? Again, the truth endures, and lies somehow always are eventually exposed, but oh gosh, have you ever had to, you know, live with the effects of a, somebody else's lie, and it's just like, when will... People realize the truth, you know, but uh, again, bottom line, the truth always wins out. Eventually, the truth will be revealed, but oh my goodness, man, some lies will linger on as well. Just saying. Uh, verse 22, the Lord detests lying lips, but he delights in those who tell the truth. Man, you know, the Lord just hates when people get lied to, you know. Uh, he is the way, the truth, and the life, so obviously uh, in opposition to all the lies. And then uh, verse 25 is important. I, I love it. Um, worry weighs a person down. An encouraging word cheers a person up. Uh, worry weighs a person down. The The Hebrew word there is, is, is probably better translated anxiety um, because it has more to do with uncertainty about the future. It's a psychological state of burden when you are uh, ruminating on the future, and we would call that anxiety, you know? I think it's interesting that the sages, that, that Solomon, that the, the wisdom here shows concern for psychological state, you know? 
And, and the whole idea that your words will have a psychological effect and, and indeed a certain kind of antidote to other people's anxiety. You can speak peace. You can speak hope. Uh, you know, you can actually, you know, if, if anxiety weighs a person down, your words can lift a person up. I, I, I just love that. I know it's simple, but I love that. I, I probably missed one, but I think oh, that's all the verses that have to do with, with words. I mean, call attention to a couple of others I think are interesting. I really struggle with verse 9. Again, Proverbs are hard to translate because you don't have a context. You just got two lines, and if those two lines aren't obvious, it's hard to know what the verse is saying. I think verse 9 is hard, but I think I've think I figured it out. Better to be an ordinary person with a servant than to be self-important and have no food. I'm like, what is that about, you know? But I think what it's about is, is a whole idea that that reality is better than appearance. Better to be an ordinary person with a servant. It's like, what, what, she's got a servant? You know, who would have thought she'd had a servant? You know, so again, you look at her and you would know that she has, a, you know what I mean? Reality is better than appearance. You got this person who you wouldn't think has anything, but turns out she's doing pretty good. She, she's got a servant. But then you got this other person who looks like a rock star on a red carpet, you, you know, but it's but it's all you know, on the credit card. And it's about to be, you know, <laughs> you know, the repoed, you know, it's that whole idea that reality is more important than appearance. I'd rather, you know, be, you know, important than appear important. I'd, I'd rather be wise and just seem to be wise. Understand reality is better than importance. I love that. And then verse 10 for all you animal lovers, the godly care for their animals, but the wicked are always cruel. Now, the implication of that verse isn't just that you're only, I mean, I've known people that will kiss a dog right on the mouth, but then will cuss you for looking at them, you know? So it's, it's not that you're wise automatically just because you have like 30 cats, but nobody can stand to be around you. The implication here is that you are so sensitive that your, your sensitivity, your kindness extends even to the animals. But, but again, because you're godly and truly wise, if you're that good to a stray dog, you know, you're going to be really kind to people. That's the implication of the verse. It's not just that you love animals more than you love people. And that's a whole lot of people I know, but that's not what we're talking about here. It's just that, man, you're, you're so kind that you're even kind to animals. You wouldn't hurt a fly, you know. It's, it's, it's that kind of idea. Um, verse 26, I'll make this the last one. Uh, the godly give good advice to their friends, the wicked lead them astray. That's a bad translation too. Uh, the implication there, the, the verse there is saying, uh, the, the godly give good advice. The godly will show the way to their friends. That's what the Hebrew says. The godly will show the way to their friends, but the wicked lead them astray. You know, again, the implication there just being uh, that, um, that if, if you're truly wise, truly godly, then you will be able to help another person find the path, you know, but man, you follow wicked people, they're going, you know, you're going to be on a twisted path. This whole idea of the blind leading the blind, be careful who you follow. Don't follow a wicked person, find a wise person, and then, you know, you, you get behind them. F imitate, you know, follow the example of a wise person. They'll show you the way. Uh, anyway, there you go, y'all. That's 12 days in the Proverbs. I liked it. I feel smarter. I don't know about that. 
but I do feel like we've we've uh, had some good good moments in the Word together. So Monday morning, going to change, flip to something brand new. I think you're going to love uh, the book of Ephesians. So uh, for Monday, Ephesians chapter 1, verses 1 to 14. Monday morning, Ephesians chapter 1, verses 1 to 14. I can't wait to get back to Paul with you. We haven't, we, we've been a long time out of the New Testament, so this is going to be good. So read ahead, Ephesians chapter 1, just the first part, verses 1 to 14. And we'll talk about that at 10 o'clock on Monday, Lord willing. So I will see you then. Have a great weekend. Stay in the Word. Enjoy this beautiful fall weather we're having. And uh, and again, I love you so much. I'll see you Monday.